So let's start a conversation on the third part of this four-part series now, which was originally supposed to be two parts, which turned into three parts, which now has eventually turned into four parts on lessons from Melvin Maxwell, John Maxwell's dad. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw it down to Tay to start out this morning uh, because he's got his hands full, as you can tell doing daddy duty and leadership duty at the same time. Yeah, she has been, she's been all over the place. Uh, but it's been good. We're kind of adjusting to uh, just both our boys going to school and all at the same time with this. So I think probably with me, uh, the most important thing that he said on him when he was talking about be intentional, be pur- purposeful, uh, and be focused. Uh, because I knew this was going to happen. And my first um, thought was to just, Say I wasn't going to be able to make it because I knew I was going to have my hands full. Uh, and my other thought was that you can just show up and just make it work. So uh, she didn't want to sit up here. So I, I just love that he talked about that. And it's probably one of the more foundational pieces because I think just uh, life in general, uh, we we plan everything out and we figure it to go a certain type of way. Um, she probably misses mommy. But it don't always go that way. We're always giving things that, um, you know. So I think you just have to be intentional with your time. You have to be purposeful. Uh, And you really have to uh, really set that standard for yourself uh, that you don't make excuses for anything. Because I could have easily just, you know what, I'm just going to not show up. But for me, I know what I needed to get out of this. And I know how I needed my day to go. Uh, So I just had to continue to be uh, intentional. Uh, and I love uh, when he said that, because he said it before, he said you have to turn good intentions into good action. So it's one thing to show up here and be intentional about just showing up, but also I have to take these lessons and I have to take it and implement it into my life as well. So uh, that's one thing to show up, but also to take what I'm learning and go on and share it and really live it out. Uh, the second thing that he talked about, and I love this, he said, give God the credit. Uh, he said he's the source. And I love when he said how when people compliment you, they're not complimenting you, they're complimenting your gifts. Uh, they just don't know how to separate that. So I think it's also important to understand when people are not, it's the same as like, not just when they compliment you, but when they don't compliment you. Uh, I think many times you have to understand people are not judging you. They can only see the things that they see. Uh, and you, and many times it can be off or it can be accurate. But the point is to me, it's like you, all, you have to always give God the credit knowing that he's working through you. He's giving you opportunity to uh, really reach people in a way that you probably wouldn't be able to reach before. Uh, and then just the last thing I'll share, because she's, she's getting ready for nap time, so I have to be intentional with my time and get her going in the right path. Uh, we just uh, see the best in others. And I love when he said, when you see the best in others, you'll bring the best out of others. And I love that, because I think many times people I always talk about, uh, I always go back to um, Joe gave it, like the guys with the older guys with the military hats. And, you know, they don't get it enough. Uh, we don't tell them thank you enough. So when you brought that to my attention, I was like, yes, they were that reason because, you know, they're proud of what they're done. So many times we have like pointed out that I see you where you're at and I thank you for your service. It's the same thing with anybody else in any type of position. If you take time to notice people, they will always remember you because it's only a certain amount of people who's going to come up and tell somebody that's waiting on them at the door. Thank you. How are you doing today? And do these things. So I think when you leave conversation with people, you want them to remember how you made them feel in that moment. And I, I always go back to my uh, what my pastor taught me. He gave us uh, 
he gave us his word, I see in you. And he said, be an I see in you person. When you see people, you want to be that person that always speaks positivity and life over them. I see in you the good. I see in you the good things that God is doing in your life. I see the leadership uh, that's within you. And you have to draw that out of people. You have to speak that life over people and acknowledge to them that it's within them. So uh, it was a lot that I got out of this. But those are the few things that I wanted to share that really stuck out. And uh, I look forward to the last lesson as well. Okay, baby. She's mad I didn't give any talking time, so. <laughs> She's going to be talking before you know it. Uh, it's so good. I, I, just, I love that. I wrote that down, the I see in you person. That's, that's awesome. All right, Chad, what do you have down? Man, I love this stuff. It, it's, uh, I reached out to my dad because I remember one, one time my dad told me he reached out to his mom and said, hey, mom, you know, she was in her 90s. Is there anything you want to share? Is there any words of wisdom you want to share with me before you pass away? And she said, yeah, don't loan your money to people. And that was all she had. I was like, man, I was like, all right, dad, I'm going through this thing. He's been on here a lot. And I'm like, I need that list from you. I said, I want it. I want that list. You got to give me at least 20. So I think one thing that I'm thinking about a lot as we go through this, and I think all of us should, as we all go through this is what are we going to leave? You know, what will we leave? We leave for our, for our own children, because I think more importantly than material things or, wealth or those types of things is the philosophies and the the wisdom that we can leave our kids so um, i know i'm growing my list as we you know for years now right a couple of years we've been doing this and and i love when john maxwell refers to you know john wooden because we've been able to look through and study john wooden and jim Rohn and all that but the, today some of the things that stuck out to me the most were um god will only give to me what he knows can flow through me and I just, I love the idea of outstretched hands with fingers, fingers open and holding it, holding it loosely. One of my friends says, you know, you got to keep that money moving. He's like, money comes in your bank account. It's not a good place for it just to sit there stagnant. You got to keep it like a river. You got to keep it moving, move it into, into other people's lives where it can, it can grow and it can bless and it can do things rather than just sitting there. Um, so that was one. Give God the credit. I know Tay, Tay talked quite a bit about that one every good and perfect gift comes from God. And I think just remembering that, you know, and sometimes we can, you know, get our gifts and get the big head. And we have to remember that that was a gift. That was something that was freely, freely given to us and, and recognizing other people's gifts too, I think is huge. Cause a lot of people don't even know they just grow up and they, they have this gift and they don't even know they have it until someone says, do, did you know that that's a gift? Because maybe something just comes natural to them. Like, numbers or relationships or they're just a natural they've never gone to counseling school or psychology classes but they're just a great unifier they're a great peacekeeper and they just have this gift of being a calm in the storm and a lot of people when they just that's their normal and that's their life they don't even know that that's a, a great gift so sometimes for us to point it out and go wow did you know that when you smile it lights up the whole entire room and they're like what like yeah you're one of those people you know because and, and Joel and Tay and everybody watching this, we all know a lot of people. So you know that special sauce when it walks in and you, you witness it. So just letting people know that, I think that's huge. Um, let's see a couple more here on my iPad. There we go. Uh, and then I love how he says the, about when he's talking about Proverbs. I mean, there's such incredible wisdom in Proverbs. I, one Proverbs 4, 7 sticks out to me when it's, you know, it says above all else, uh, get wisdom, though it costs all you have, get understanding, you know, just the words wisdom and understanding and knowledge 
they're, uh, they're through there. And it's crazy to me that our society says ignorance is bliss or what you don't know can't hurt you. So there's these things that we learn growing up that actually will deter us from wanting to gain wisdom or wanting to grow knowledge. And it, to me, it's like, why? why when, there's, when there's so much value to wisdom and knowledge, why would anybody tell us to avoid learning, avoid wisdom, you know? And so I've always just kind of leaned into it and said, man, I, I, want, I don't want to be a know-it-all. I want to be a learn-it-all. I want to keep on learning and learning and learning as much as I can. Um, seeing the best in others. You know, one thing I wrote down here is love assumes the best. Fear assumes the worst. So if we're going to be, and one of the ways we can show unconditional love to other people is just by always assuming the best. You know, in this, in this business, we're going to have situations where there's going to be conflict between people and we get to come in and be a peacekeeper. We get to be a, a create unity and reminding people that, Hey, love assumes the best because the enemy's goal is to get in there and create discord and create uh, separation and isolation so he can get people, pull people away from the pack, right? And attack them just like a lion would do with the wildebeest. They don't run in and attack the biggest one in the center of a pack of 20. No, they look for the one that's isolated, that's alone. And so part of leadership for all of us is to, is to fight for unity and fight for the group, right? So that someone doesn't feel left behind and, and alone. So I love that one. Um, maximizing your gifts, make the main thing the main thing. So practice your gifts. You know, he said, practice, evaluate, improve. I've always loved the idea of plan, do, review. Plan, do, review. Because that's how we constantly are refining, refining. When I was in the military, uh, every time we would do anything, we would do an AAR, after action review. So we would do it and we would say what went well, what were three things we want to continue next time and what are three things that we want to improve on. And I think we can always do that. Whether it's if you do a Zoom with your team, ask some of your leaders, hey, what were three things you loved about the Zoom? What were three things that we could add to make it better next time? And that's how our lives get better and our lives continue continually grow. And the last thing I'll just say is, Tay, I loved it when you, when you talked about the I see in you. And I'm going to be purpose. We have our leaders retreat this weekend. So I'm going to uh, purposely be, be telling people those things, you know, what I see in you and just be more intentional with my own children and that sort of stuff too. So I'm just loving this and uh, I can't wait to hear the next one. So good. So we went through the first 12 and so we started on number 13 this morning. So number 13 was manage your gifts and, uh, this comes from Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. To whom much is given, much is required. With great power comes great responsibility. So that's one of the great things is once you know what your gifts are, learn to manage them. Make sure that you're using them and you're not in a spot where you're just going through the motions because if you're just going through the motions, you may end up doing things out of your weakness as opposed to your strengths. So make sure that you're managing your gifts. Number 14, live a generous life. Guys, you know we have this amazing gives back program. So if you don't know how to give back or where to give back or how to even start, the easiest thing that you can do is go into your e-suite, look for the gives back tab and give back 
one, three, or five dollars out of your paycheck, which goes to great causes. You know, we've got things such as uh, veterans. We've got uh, what is it? Samaritan's Purse, Sale of Freedom for uh, getting rid of child trafficking, and then you know we've got the Pediatric Cancer Foundation. You know, we've got these great things that that gets divided. So if you're if you're wanting to look for a place to give back and you just don't have a place that you know you're called to give back to yet, this is a great place to start. It's also a great place to to go into as well because think about this: it's one, three, or five dollars. If you're giving somewhere else, one, three, or five dollars a month out of your paycheck really isn't that big for you. But now think of it this way. If we have 100,000 people doing that out of their commission, if each one of us did $5, that's a combined giving of $500,000 a month to these organizations. Guys, how much of a huge impact would that be? When he's talking about being generous, he's talking about, you know, your time, treasures, and talents, which is what Chad's dad said, you know. You have those three areas that you have the ability to multiply so that you can give back and being a river and not a reservoir. He talked about, you know, having closed fists. If you have closed fists holding on to stuff, you can't receive more to give more. So if you're being a reservoir and you're letting things pass through your fingers, some of it will attach to your fingers as some of it's going through. So be a place where you're, you're constantly bringing life because rivers bring life. Reservoirs, they don't. They don't spread life other than the outer area of where they're at. 15 was give God the credit. I love this. Uh, <laughs> he said, we're all one step away from stupid. That's an amazing thing to think about. If it wasn't for our gifts and talents, we would all be banging our heads. And so when people are are giving you compliments. They aren't complimenting you. They're complimenting your gifts. That's something that it, it's like one of those paradigm shifts of thinking. So God is the source of every good and perfect gift. So when people look at you, they see your gifts and your talents. And that's what they're, like Tay said, they're associating to you, but it's really not you. It's they're giving the compliment to God for the gifts that he's given to you. They just may not know it. So make sure that you understand the relationship between you and your gifts. And when people are thanking you and praising you for those things, make sure that you turn around and say, thank you. If it wasn't for God giving me these talents, I wouldn't be able to do this. If it wasn't for God's gifts, I wouldn't be able to do this. So make sure and give God the credit. Number 16, love and read God's word. Guys, Version Bible app is the easiest thing to download and put on your phone. And then you can dive in every single day. There's a verse of the day. You know, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see me post the verse of the day every day. You can see Tay doing devotionals in his stories. You can see Chad posting stuff every single day. You know, get in the Bible every single day. I promise you it will change your life. But more specifically, doing that Proverbs challenge. I love that. There's Coincidence? I don't think so. God does things purposefully. So 31 chapters in Proverbs equates to being able to do one chapter a day, which is five minute read, if that, that will give you life changing information. Like you said, if you do that for 31 days, you will probably have more 
thoughts and ideas than any other time by doing that. It's one of those things that I, I try and do once a year. I'll try and go through and do, you know, the Proverbs challenge once a year. And every time you read it, something different pops out at you. So it's not like, hey, do it once and I've got all the information. It changes every single time you read it. Number 17, be intentional. Uh, John's favorite thing is intentional living. Um, when, when I had a conversation with him, you know, he's got his questions that he always asks. You know, you've got the seven questions that he always asks when he brings people down. So he always says, make sure that you're intentional when you get with somebody that you know you want to learn something from. So have that question planned out. And my question that I always had in my pocket to ask John was, so we know you had a mentor that passed something on to you. So my first portion of this question was, what was it that your mentor taught you that he wanted to make sure that you passed on to other people? And what John said was, John Wooden told him to live each day as if it was your last. Make each day your masterpiece. That was, that was what his mentor taught to him to pass on. And so then I said, okay, so that's what John Wooden taught you to pass on. I said, now, what would you want to pass on? And he said, simply, people need to live intentionally. He goes, most people go through life just wandering. It's the people that focus and have an intense desire and an intense focus on what they're doing that those are the people that become successful because of the fact that once they find their purpose, so each one of you do everything in your possibility to find out what your purpose is. That way you can spend all of your time and all of your strengths doing that. And that will line up for an amazing life. And he said, so few people do that. So what he wants to do from now until his end days is to help people find their purpose and focus on it. He said, you're either preparing or you're repairing your day. So to make sure that you focus on preparing so that you don't have to repair. He said, what happens when people are repairing, they're always working in the past as opposed to working in the present and the future. 18, see the best in others. Love what Tay said. I see in you. Be the person that says, I see in you this greatness. Because there's two sides to everyone. There's the greatness side and there's the downside and faults. And society is constantly driven to basically feed on and look at the downsides and the faults. Where if all we did was started focusing on the greatness and the good in people, people would live up to that because that's what happens when you see the good in people, you draw out and you bring out the best in other people. Uh, 19 is similar to number 13. Number 13 was manage your gifts. Number 19 is maximize your gifts. So now that you know what your gifts are, practice them and practice them and practice them because practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent love that. And, and I love, you know, Chad's after action review. We're going to add an extra step in there because it was plan, do, review, plan, do, review. So now the extra step is plan, do, review, improve. 
So after the review, you need to find something to improve. Once you improve it, it's great. Now you can move forward with new actionable items. And then 20, follow God 100% every day. You know, what you don't do today, you can't get back tomorrow. So make sure that you're pouring out 100% of everything you do and make sure that when you're doing it, you're doing it for the glory of God and watch how much more overflows to you. If it overflows to you, it's obviously going to pour out into others. So be that person that does the 100% so that it can overflow into others. Guys, we've got one more to go. He's got nine more points to get through. I'm pretty sure he's going to finish it up next time. So guys, thanks for tuning in for these lessons from John Maxwell's dad, Melvin Maxwell. We'll see you next time. Make it a great day. See you guys. What are you doing? You tell him bye-bye? Tell him bye-bye.